a very different type of prophecy, partially universal, partially very specific, as we shall see. The matter that Yeshaya ben Amot's envisioned concerning Yehuda and Yerushalayim, it shall be at the end of the days, that the mountain of Hashem, the mountain of the house of the Lord, will be established on the top of the mountains and will be, will be elevated above all other hills. Literally, the mountain will rise. Um, when I mean literally, that's what he says in the verse, but what he's trying to say is obviously it will be the most prestigious and all nations will stream to it. It will be the center not only of Yehuda and Yerushalayim, but the entire world. Many people will go and say, Let us go and ascend to the mountain of Hashem, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will instruct us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. They will literally travel to accept the Torah. For at that time, some of the most famous words of the Tanakh from Zion will come forth Torah and the word of Hashem from Yerushalayim. It will not be just a matter for small people, but all nations will be drawn to Zion. And since they will come, Israel, headed by Mashiach, by its leader, will adjudicate between the nations and will rebuke many nations, many peoples. And now the most famous words of Yeshaya that's literally on the doors of the UN, and the nations, because the Jewish people will adjudicate, they will beat their swords into plowshares. They'll literally refashion the metal into plowshares. And their spears, made out of a, usually a long pole with a sharp metal edge, will be turned into pruning hooks. Nation will not lift sword against nation. And they will no longer learn or practice, for that matter, war. Then he continues. House of Jacob, go and let us walk by the light of Hashem, by the light of the Lord. I cannot overexpress how so many of these words have meant so much to the Jewish people over history. Even this statement, House of Jacob, let's go, has been used various movements in the Jewish people, um, expresses so much, and so much of Jewish aspiration was verbalized through the words of Yeshaya. For you, Israel, renegades, you forsook your people, the house of Jacob and their ways, because their, pra- of their, practice, because their practices are infused with customs and values from the East and with soothsayers, fortune tellers, and astrology like the Philistines. And in general, they content themselves with the children of foreigners. In other words, they follow the ways of others. The house of Jacob's land had become filled with silver and gold, and there's no limit to its treasures. Its land became filled with horses. There's no limit to its chariots. He's talking about King Solomon, who collected them in great numbers. In addition, its land had become filled with idols. They bowed to the work of their hands, to the images which their fingers made. Ultimately, a person bowed under duress, and a man, symbolizing all the people, was forcefully debased. God, you should not elevate them by forgiving them. He's, uh, he's pretty harsh. 
he now addresses the debased man, which refers to the nation. Go into the crevices of the rock. Bobatsur, he tamemba afar, hide in the furrows of the dust for fear of the approach of Hashem from the grandeur of his majesty. The lofty eyes of a person will be debased and the pompous haughtiness of men will be brought down and Hashem alone will be exalted on that day. Also very famous words of the Yeshaya, Veniska Vashem Levado by Yomahu. For it is a day of, for the Lord of hosts, the basically Hashem who's in heaven above all the hosts in heaven, on which he will reveal himself. He'll judge sinners and stand against everyone proud and haughty and against everyone elevated or lowered. He will also stand against all the cedars of Lebanon that are high and elevated against the oaks of Bashan, symbolizing strong people. He will stand against all the high mountains and against all the elevated hills. Again, this is all figurative. This is, po- this is using poet- poetry. He will stand against every tall tower and every, against every fortified wall, against the large ships of Tarshish that are used for long journeys and against all precious objects. The loftiness of humanity will be bowed and the haughtiness of men will be debased, he repeats. And Hashem alone will be exalted on that day. And as a result, the false man-made gods will entirely pass away. The people will come into caves in the rocks and run into tunnels in the dirt as we stated, as we stated above, go into the rock and hide in the dust. At a fear of Hashem and the glory of His Majesty, upon His rising to dominate the land, on that day, humanity will cast away the false gods of silver and gold, and that they made for themselves to prostrate to the moles and to the bats. All these weird gods they had come into the crevices of the rocks and into the cracks of the crags. It basically repeats this over and over and over. Um, basically go hide. They will hide out of the fear of Hashem and the glory of His majesty upon His rising to dominate the land. You shall desist from this nonsense. Give up on humanity who has breath in his nostrils. For how is he accounted? Also a very famous statement. Although as present, man seems to be the Lord of creation and Mr. Powerful when Hashem's glory is revealed, all the objects of idolization, whether false gods or even idolizing humanity, will fall away because you'll realize, what is he? Absolutely nothing. And the prophecy continues in the following chapter.